0: All right, welcome back to the Crude Life Morning Show, play hard, work hard. we got a special guest on the line, special guests, plural, on the line, Tiffany Wilson, as well as Kristen, Victoria, and Jay. Rolfson Oil, how are we doing today? Tiffany Wilson, we'll start it off with you. How are you today?
1: Good, thanks, and how are you
0: doing? I'm doing excellent, and thank you for coming on this program. Big announcement in your world. You've, uh, yes, you've accepted a new position for a new company. And yes, I'm sir. sure there's lots of people out there who are dying to know what it is, and if they've missed it on social media, uh, let's let's do the announcement. If you wouldn't mind, I'll hand it off to you, Miss Tiffany Wilson.
1: So I'm here in Littleton, Colorado, with my new family at Rosson Oil.
0: All right, and we got we got Kristen with Victoria and Kristen, Jay. Kristen,
1: Victoria, Carl, Jaybird.
0: Hey. Oh, I didn't write down Carl's name. Sorry, Carl. Okay, Carl. Write that down, and Carl, I wrote it with a K, so I hope I wrote down impromptuly right. That is correct. Hey, all right, I, I had a fifty-fifty oh, choice on that one. Good deal. Yeah. Well, let's start off a little bit about Rolfson Oil. What it is, you guys do? Who's your customer? And you know, give yourself a little bit of a you know sixty-second plug, if you wouldn't mind. So here at Rolfson Oil, we
1: are an energy provider. Not only do we deliver both diesel, to drilling rigs, frack sites, um, any LTL location that's production or businesses, but we also do dual fuel. So if you have needs for compressed natural gas, um, liquid natural gas, if you want to use your field gas coming straight off your line to lower your footprint, that's what we're all about.
0: I'm familiar with the name Rolfson Oil because of the Bakken, but here you guys are in Littleton, Colorado. I think think I've seen it down in Texas, too. Uh, talk to me about the different shale plays you guys are in and, you know, the kind of the history of the company.
1: We did. So we started up in the Bakken up in North Dakota. That's where we originated from. And then we went from there over here to Colorado, um, expanded into Colorado, Wyoming, and then made our way down to the Permian in Texas and New Mexico and over into South Texas into the Eagleford. With plans to be the number one provider of all of Texas in the next six months, yeah. one year
0: maybe. All right, so you guys are going to be coming into Texas a lot more. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yes. So there's there's kind of some refocus that's happening. Um, there's there's a lot of people. You know, we talked about this for years uh, on this program. And I've mentioned this quite a bit in the last several years that a lot of very smart people have told me that over the next 20 years, and this was five years ago, that 70% of the drilling is going to come out of the Permian. Talk to me about the Permian. Why, what's going on down there? How, how can we expand it bigger?
1: So the Permian is already our biggest market that we're in currently. We have a very strong sales team here at Ralston, and we couldn't be more happy to have Tiffany as part of our family now. And it's just, you know... We get bigger and better every day, and we grow. And we listen to our customers. And not only do we come to them to provide diesel, but we listen to where they're headed as their company and how we can help them grow to be where they need to be, and also, you know, where we fit in on that.
0: All the different kinds of fueling that's being done out there. All right. Well, Tiffany, what's what? What is your new role? I guess what is your official new role?
1: So I'm going as the U.S. sales manager. Um, most of these sales. Ladies out here, they know exactly what they're doing in each region, so I'm just here to help, but Texas and New Mexico is a main play of mine.
0: So, by the way, I've got a basic question for you guys. I like to ask pretty much everybody this question because the oil and gas industry is pretty diverse. You know, we got the upstream, midstream, downstream, salmon stream, trout stream, so there's a lot of different streams I like to ask people specifically, you know, who is your customer? Is it, you know, is it just the oil and gas operators or is there other people involved? Some people even do business with municipalities and, you know, governments and that sort of thing. So talk about who exactly your customer is.
2: Everybody. I mean, it could be if government, the oil companies, the support companies, to school districts, to city. I mean, you name it, we, we'll do it.
1: We don't discriminate. Yeah, we Anyone don't... that eats fuel. We're
0: coming for you. You know, you're taking a look at over the next year, you know, what, what's your vision for the company over the next year? Keep in mind, there's a lot of different political stuff going on. You know, Tiffany said she didn't want to get political, but it's hard not to be in today's day and age because there's so much reliant on regulations. And, for you know, sure. there's this EV push where they're putting more money into EV vehicles than roads. So it just, it seems like there's there's a I mean, big, everything's trending that direction, right? Yeah. I mean,
2: they've it, had to with the new, you know, the new that's the new norm and everybody has to you know, reduce their, their carbon footprint. We've recognized that we're trying to get ahead of our competition on that aspect as well too and just, you know, reverting from the typical oil, you know, we just do diesel and oil and you know, we're starting to become an energy provider an energy company instead of just doing, you know, the one thing. So um, I mean, you know, the the industry's changing and we realize that we need to change with it.
0: Well, you know, and I think there's nothing wrong with you know expanding your your offerings and your services and and you know adapting and growing and that sort of no, thing. You have to.
2: If you're not changing and not evolving, then you're you're gonna you're gonna fall with the dinosaurs, right? And You're gonna die.
0: Well, it's the ABCs of business, right? Always right? be changing. Always be changing. ABCs of business. The, the different offerings, I can see. It's just it's a little bit different when it's happening at a, at a rapid pace for oh, yeah. a lot of different companies and, and especially in a lot of different areas when it comes to the regulation side of things. So, um, good to hear that you guys are, are changing with that. Are, are you, um, able to share some of the ways that you've you know changed? Is there, you know, you mentioned diesel. Okay. Let's start with diesel. Okay. So you not only do diesel, but you, you do other fuels too.
2: We do diesel. We do. We're, 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 we're really pushing hard on, on natural, on the, uh, site like gas so I mean that's the way that everybody wants to go and that's a cheaper way for all of our climbing I mean, your bigger oil companies to uh, to run their operations their fracks their rigs their just everything right I mean and um, that's the direction we're heading uh,
0: How much of it's becoming an economical and, and the innovation being being layered in there now um, is is that happening? We're, for we're, sure okay. it's definitely
2: happening I mean I think um i forgot what the carbon footprint uh i think they're supposed to read i don't i can't quote what what they're supposed to be getting it down to right now but i mean everybody's definitely pushing hard to reduce their carbon footprints and colorado is probably the fastest paced one doing that right now and um but uh yeah i mean we're we're heading that direction and we've had we've had a lot of success with our clients
0: how is it that uh, that can happen? I guess from a vehicle standpoint, you know, because sometimes that 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 can become a little bit tricky at times. Um,
2: yeah, it can become tricky. It took then, California
0: twenty years, you know.
2: It did, and I think the rest of the rest of the whole industry is going to have to go that direction as well, too. Because I mean, the you know the oil companies are going to be responsible for all of the support, you know. Everyone on the fracks or the drilling rigs, too, that come out there, they're responsible for their carbon footprint as well, too. So we're already looking at that and making changes to to head that direction because, I mean, we want to make sure our clients are taken care of, and it's all about our clients.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, so, you know, you can make changes in the office and in the immediate surroundings, that sort of thing. You can make changes... In vehicles and transportation, with with those types of emissions, I bring up California because I do think California did a pretty good job of of being a leader of trying to reduce emissions in vehicles and transportation because they had smog. Absolutely. they had smog issues, you know, and and so, Absolutely. Um, talk to me a little bit about the community side of things. I know it's out in the back, you guys have been pretty good about giving back to the community. But boy, you guys have grown quite a bit. Um, how, how is it? You know, are you guys still getting out and in the community, giving back and that sort of thing? Talk to me about that, because that's, that's part of this whole, you know, ESG environmental movement, too, is being a little bit more transparent with the, uh, you know, shaking, what, what do we call it, shaking hands and kissing babies.
2: Yeah, we love babies. So, no, we, we're heavily involved in oil patch kids, and um, you know, we try to give back to local, you know, schools, and uh, we're always starting different different projects to, to help and um well it's a lot of projects overseas that we do We support different orphanages and places like that um and uh, also locally as well too so i mean you have to you have to do both and i mean you know god blesses you with good company and you have to give back
0: i'd be remiss if i didn't ask something about safety uh, a lot of regulations you mentioned colorado so right away i think regulations but Um, there's a lot of safety certifications, regulations that have to go into uh, different things. Um, I don't know if you've got any specialized certifications that, you know, make you Above and beyond everybody else, feel free to mention that. I think, I
2: think everybody's on the same level as far as being safe. I mean, well, that's yes. what I was wondering.
0: I wanted to ask yeah. you about that. Just I don't if you've got some you know magic certification, please. Of course, please, we're safer
2: than everybody else for
0: sure. Please so, mention it, but just I overall, mean, talk about how the industry's changed no, I mean, in the, the world of safe. The industry's
2: become very, very safe, and um, I mean, you know, everybody's, you know, you're everybody's an IS network. Everybody, you know, has to – everybody's on the same level playing field, I believe, with that. I mean, I don't think – I would for sure say that we are, but, I mean, realistically, we're, we're everybody, I think, is on the same level right there.
0: How do you think that is for business? Do you think that, that – have we gone too far? Are we – on? you think that's the right amount of safety? Do we – you know, should we be focusing elsewhere in other areas? Because, I mean, there's three or four companies that just – the, the, all, all they do is make sure people are certified in each state.
2: For sure. I mean, I mean, it's always a cover your ass thing, right? I mean, everybody has to do that and everybody has to, I mean, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's the way business is nowadays. So, I yeah. mean, it's, it's do the job quickly and safely. and. Um,
0: I just no. worry that, you know, sometimes, you know, over-educating people start tuning out pretty quick and then it kind of has a counteractive effect and, I'm starting oh, I agree. To, yeah, when I'm starting to see there's more certification acronyms after somebody's name than their name. Okay, now we we got to start having different discussions here, yeah, people. Yeah,
2: this person's a lawyer now. <laughs>
0: right. And that's the other new normal. You haven't run into that, have you? That we're, uh, we're...
2: Actually, our, 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 uh, our lead safety person is actually an attorney.
0: <laughs> well, kind of some of these new, you know, somebody has a new project, especially in Colorado, but in the Bakken to a certain extent too with the Davis Refinery. Um, you know, the new normal is you might have a little more litigation than, than you expected and, and that sort of thing. So that's what I was saying. I hope you guys haven't ran into that too. No,
2: I mean, we, we have the same, you know, hurdles to overcome with safety as everybody else. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I don't think that we're, you know, that's when, that's not really one of our selling, selling points. I mean, that's definitely, we comply with everybody's safety needs. We try to go above and beyond it. And, um, when, you know, where, where we can, what we can do. And, um, I mean, we just try to, we just try to out hustle and work harder than everybody else.
0: All right. Just a few more questions. you Got going to, uh, one about COVID. How did you handle COVID? Was that uh, something that you had to go through quite a bit of changes or Absolutely. Oh. I mean,
2: COVID was actually really good for us. Um, we got to kind of take a step. I mean, obviously we shrunk like everybody else did, and um it gave us a really good opportunity to kind of step back look at our company and you know redefine who we were as a as a as a corporation right and um, that's you know where we kind of started changing to energy company from a diesel fuel company and um uh you know we were able to shrink up a couple some of our other facilities and you know get, uh, buy a bigger facility and you know become more streamlined and uh i think it's better for It was for sure better for us that that happened. It was actually a, it was bad, but it was good. And I mean, it ended up being being a good thing for us. Well, I don't want to go through it again, but let's, you know, let's, I'd rather, I'd rather uh, stay on the path of, you know, oil go up and it's scary when oil goes to like negative numbers, right? Like, okay, are you guys going to deliver us fuel? Are you going to pay us to take your fuel? Like, uh, we're not delivering today. (laughs) So, I mean, I think everybody remembers that day when the oil was negative 20 something.
0: I'll never forget it was on 4:20 because I remember th- <laughs> I remember thinking you got to be high to have negative oh, oil. Oh man. Right? I, th- I couldn't believe it, you know I was like, "Oh wow, well, we the like, fuck does that happen? we jo- we kind of pontificated a little bit in march just because when i looked at the history of oil it got down to like single digits once in like the 80s during i think the uh, right during the jimmy carter era right and so yeah we just floated it out there if it could fall under 10 bucks because there was enough tea leaves to see that things were different and when it went negative i, I that didn't make any sense to me except for no. I could see it coming, or I just thought something weird was going to happen. And then when the new uh, energy secretary got in, uh, Gina McCarthy, or that's no, not Gina McCarthy, she's in charge of the uh, EPA. Uh, I'm sorry, the, um, yeah, EPA. And whoever the new energy secretary is, too. They, they, Anyways, they're chiming that negative oil could be in the future again, and I don't like hearing that stuff, but well, let's hope not No, that makes me want to get in the oil storage business because then you can make bank. that's the, that's right. the, ebb, that's the ebb to that flow is on that but um, so okay, well, I was going to ask you, just, do you mind giving me an example of you know maybe how you changed pre-COVID post COVID? was there you know was there a certain area that you invested more in versus the other or a certain service? Oh, I mean our
2: facilities for sure were the biggest part of it and okay. changing changing that up. I mean it, in the beginning we had a lot of different facilities and we were we were uh we were growing so fast and we were kinda of putting I don't want to say makeshift facilities up at places but you know there's smaller facilities and we said more of them and then so we kinda of put everything into to a few facilities and um we started uh, you know really putting uh manpower into that and we took you know we were hot seating a lot of trucks and then we started assigning trucks to more drivers and accountability and um you know just are we up we really up to our mechanic staff and uh I mean, just you know looking at different procedures and um just you know different uh Technology as well, too, to help with working on our customer service.
0: Yeah, I, get, I can imagine probably even um, more, I don't know, everybody goes to the Zoom meetings and, and all these different telecommunication things. Oh, for sure. Um, and I get it, we you know, home offices and and just kind of um, doing some efficiencies on, on that side of things. On the driver's side, was there any changes that, that you can think of, and honestly, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is whether they need some sort of uh, vaccine card to go from state to state. That's, that's the I only know, thing I could think we of. We didn't
2: have that, and hopefully it, it doesn't come down to that ever. So, and I think everybody, I mean, I know some people are very big on the vaccines. I mean, you know, people that want to get the shot normally are great, but, I mean, forcing people to do that is definitely... I don't, I don't think that's right. So I mean, if you normally get the shot, then I mean, more power to you. But if you don't, and you, I mean, trying to make people get that, I think is not not right.
0: No, it's very worrisome, and that's why I was asking. If you right. got, if, if you're in the truck driving world, you're on the forefront because some airlines a lot they require it. Airlines, really? Oh yeah, that you've got it. You got to prove you got a doctor's note. Yeah, you got to have a doctor's note that. See, before it was that you got positive test that you did not have it. And then right. some, some airlines now you gotta have the the vaccine card or whatever they're talking about. And when I was traveling back from Colorado, um, I was going through South Dakota and I ended up at a federal checkpoint in the um I, I forget what Indian reservation it was. I think it was a Sioux Sioux Nation Indian reservation. And and that's right. when I'm going, okay, this is the new future. This is the right. new future where you're just gonna have random federal checkpoints. Looking for certain things and you know, they eyed my vehicle in and out and everything. Oh, coming back from Colorado, huh? I thought, Oh boy, here comes, a, here <laughs> comes the here comes the Get in there. So oh like yeah, the, here comes the plastic gloves. Yeah, the the freedom search is coming. You bet, <laughs> and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, no, they were just uh, doing. You know, the Sioux Nation was under a big COVID thing, so that was all oh, that. Really was. But I saw the template being started, and I saw everything. So anyway, I didn't mean to sidebar a little bit, but no. but some people in the transportation industry do know what we're talking about. That these conversations are being had, and hopefully, there's more people like you. And your voice being heard because I happen to fall in your camp. Then I agree.
2: Don't make people do it. People feel comfortable doing it. Then I mean, for sure, you should do that. But if you don't, then I mean, don't force someone to do it. And you don't need to force your will upon someone else like that. As far as control control matters go.
0: Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's transition back to the world of oil and gas. So. All right, let's, uh, let's kind of reset, give everybody an idea of what it is, the services that you guys do, the different shale plays. It's kind of a quick overview of the who, what, when, where of, of Rolfson Oil.
1: Okay, perfect. So here at Rolfson, we deliver bulk diesel to drilling rigs and frack sites. We're also an energy provider, so if you have compressed natural gas, Liquid Natural Gas or Field Gas Needs, we're your go-to company. We're kind of at the forefront of everybody of, of knocking down doors and really growing and being more diversified as, you know, everyone's calling for smaller footprints. Um, we are in North Dakota. We're in Colorado, Wyoming, Texas, New Mexico, um, with hopefully in the near future, it's going to expand out even further than that.
0: Hey, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Uh, I know you guys are, you know, you do a lot with the trucking and, and transportation. You know, I used to work for a trucking company. I would uh, wash semis, best summer job I ever had in my life. Shirt was off, got a golden tan, got to listen to music, and I washed the semis out in back of the yard. It was great, man. Best, like I said, best job I ever had. But one thing I always knew about semi drivers, man, they were always hiring. And what a competitive yeah. industry! Holy smokes! Yeah, it,
1: it'd be like um, it'd be like that. Uh, sorry.
0: So, uh, no, that's okay. I was just wondering. I, I imagine no, you guys it'd be are. Like
1: that. Are
0: you guys always hiring, or, or are you guys yeah. hiring, or no? Well, talk to me about that a little bit.
1: If you're looking for a job, stop by one of our locations. We've got an office in Odessa. We've got an office here in Colorado, Wyoming, North Dakota. Stop in, fill out an application. You can go online. Um, we've got really great benefits here at Ralston. We've got insurance, 401k, retirement. I mean, pretty much across the board. But we, we also offer housing. Autonomy.
0: Oh, housing too?
1: Yes, we have, we have housing.
0: Okay, wow. Well, you guys really have the Cadillac treatment.
1: We do. We, we're a family here at Ralston, without a doubt.
0: How can people know, I mean, do you have a website that specifically to hires or is there a link on on your website or?
1: Yeah. If you just, just go to ralstonoil.com, click on the top right-hand corner and go down to careers and we've got direct links to everywhere that we're hiring for.
0: Outstanding. And we'll make sure we have the links on our website too, so that people can link to that as well. That would be amazing. Yeah. And uh, what's, are you guys on social media too? We are all the different ones.
1: We've got LinkedIn and Facebook.